You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We're closing our nine-week-long series on discipleship entitled Forward. So because Forward, we want to advance. We want to grow. We don't want to get stuck uh, in our spiritual journey. It's important that we continue to have a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen? And our overarching uh, uh, verse for the whole series is found in Matthew chapter 4, verse 19. This is the account when Jesus invited Peter to come with him and be the disciple. It says, And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Again, in this particular verse, we see that there is, of course, a relational aspect. Jesus calls us or calls Peter to follow him, but we also see a missional aspect that as we follow Jesus, as we uh, uh, grow in our relationship with him, he downloads his heart to our hearts. And what is important to Jesus becomes important to us. What is Jesus' priority becomes our priorities. God's desires become our desires and we become fishers of men. And that is the whole invitation. That is the whole uh, uh, journey. As we follow Jesus, as we acknowledge and respond to His invitation, He makes us fishers of men. Look at the person beside you. Tell that person, you are God's blessing. Each and every one of us, we are instruments of God's blessing. God will use us to become fishers of men. Here in Victory, we say we exist uh, to honor God and to make disciples. We honor God as we follow Jesus in every aspect of life. And we make disciples as we fish for men. And so I'd like to show this. I know that we always say this Sunday in, Sunday out, but this is something that's important. And we say we exist, Victory exists, you and I, we exist to honor God and to make disciples. The very reason why we get up suit up, show up, Sunday in, Sunday out, year in, year out, for 32 years now, is because of this reason. That is to honor God and to make disciples. The reason why we are here is because we want to honor God and we want to make disciples. Amen? Praise God. Now, you see, there is a reason why we are still here. God has a purpose for us. If we think that we are saved for, for us to just go to heaven if that's the whole purpose of salvation, then we are mistaken. We are saved. Uh, yes, we will go to heaven, but hindi naman tayo nagmamadali, no? Who wants to go first? No, no one, right? No one. So, but because God has a purpose for us. God has a purpose for us here. We are to honor Him. And through our lives, uh, living our lives for the glory and for the honor of God, God will use us to be a blessing to others. We, we are, yes, we, this is, uh, victory. This is church, and we do a lot of things here. Uh, we do church services or worship services, but we don't just do worship services for worship services' sake. We do church planting, but we don't just do church planting for church planting's sake. We go to the campus, but we don't go to the campus for the sake of just going to the campus. The very reason, the very heartbeat is to honor God and to make disciples. Amen? But the thing is, 
It takes a disciple to make disciples. It takes a disciple to make disciples. And that is all, uh, that is what we've been uh, communicating. That is what the series is all about, Forward. It's a discipleship series. We need to be discipled for us to make disciples. And we say, what is a disciple or who is a disciple? We've been talking about this and we said that a disciple is one who, number one, read with me, ready? Is a disciple is one who follows Jesus. A disciple is one who fishes for men. And a disciple is one who fellowships with believers. These are the qualities of a disciple. And we're saying it should be three out of three, not just two out of three. It's not just we follow Jesus and we fellowship with other believers, but we don't fish for men. It doesn't work that way. Or we we just uh, fish for men, fellowship with believers, but we don't really follow Jesus. It doesn't work that way. It's three out of three, not two out of three. Amen? And this has become our framework in our nine-week series, Forward. This afternoon, we will close the nine-week series and we'll be talking about shared life. Shared life. All right. And um, again, what we're saying is that as we grow in our relationship with Jesus, as we grow in our vertical relationship with God, we also grow in our horizontal relationship with, with others. It's important that how we relate with God should also reflect on how we relate with others. Because our faith really is both personal and also communal. In fact, the Ten Commandments, six out of Ten Commandments talk about how we relate with others. Four out of ten is how we relate with God. Therefore, God values how we relate with each other. Therefore, our topic this afternoon, shared life. Say with me, shared life. Do you like sharing? So <clears throat> you're the type who, who likes to share things and, and, and be a blessing to another. So what are the things that we usually share? Well, number one, we share food, right? We share food. So, uh, okay, we share resources. We share, uh, we share, <laughs> we share food. We like uh, eating together. No, eating is, uh, sometimes it's so sad to eat alone, right? It's better to eat with a friend or to share a meal with somebody. So we like sharing food. We also like sharing ideas. We like sharing thoughts. We like sharing concepts, best-known practices. No? We, we share ideas. And as we share ideas with each other, those ideas became, uh, become better, right? It becomes, uh, more, more, uh, it becomes sharper. It becomes more fine-tuned. What else do we want to share? Well, we share pictures. We share pictures. So uh, we share memories. So we share experiences. So you visit a good uh, a park, a wonderful park, or you had a wonderful uh, event. You take pictures and you share that to others. Those are sharing experiences. We're sharing memories. We're sharing pictures. What else do we share? Well, in Metro Manila, it's quite traffic. And so we like to share a ride. And so we want to go to, we want to share a ride, like to have a carpool. And uh, yeah, we, we, there's a carpool. And uh, yeah, it's good that we share the ride, right? And so yeah, people enjoy uh, uh, carpooling, shared life. Our main verse is found in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10 to 11. Starting verse 10, let's all together read. 
as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To Him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Let us all pray. Lord Jesus, we bless you and we thank you. Lord, we pray that you bless our time together as we meditate upon your words. Lord, minister and speak to the hearts of each and every one. Thank you, Lord. We commit this time unto you now. Bless the preaching of your word. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may now take your seats. There are a couple of things I'd like to highlight uh, in our main uh, verse or main text this afternoon. And those words are, Gift, say with me, gift, say with me, grace, say with me, glory. We will be talking about these three words. We will be highlighting these three words, gift, grace, and glory. But before we dive into the word and before we discuss uh, certain things about these key, key words, I'd like to give you a background of our main text. So our text really, um, main text started in verse uh, 10, but I'd like to uh, give a background starting verse 1. It says there, Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking. For whoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. So as to live for the rest of the time in the flesh, no longer for human passions, but for the will of God. For the time that is past suffice for doing what the Gentiles want to do, living in sensuality, passions, drunkenness, orgies, drinking parties, and lawless idolatry. With respect to this, they are surprised. Say with me, surprised. When you do not join them in the same flood of debauchery when they malign you. Just I want to camp here for a while. There are things that happened, and here's the background, and we know that Peter preached to the Gentiles. Acts chapter 10, he preached to the Gentiles, and they received the gospel. Now, when, 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 when they received the gospel, the gospel has the power for transformation, amen? And the gospel has the power to transform us from inside out. There's a change now. There's a change that happened. And, and this, this particular verse is saying now that we who have received the gospel, just like the Gentiles, the, the Gentiles in this account, we no longer live for human passions, but we live for the will of God. And it just reminds me of a verse that says, our lives are not our own. It is bought with a price, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you are a Christian and you receive Jesus, you receive the message of the gospel, your life is not your own. It's no longer to pursue our fleshly pleasures, but we are to pursue the perfect, wonderful, beautiful will of God for our lives. For our lives have been purchased by His blood. Amen? So there is a difference. There is a tension. And if you look at this verse, there is a transformation. Before, it says there, before they, they, they seem to join 
in their sensuality. They seem to join in their passions, in their drunkenness, in their drinking parties. But now, it says, they are surprised when you do not join them. Interestingly enough, if the devil would come to you and would accuse you of your life before, and say to you, uh, and accuse us and condemn us of our lives before, and he'll say, you're a liar. We can always say, this was true before, but not anymore. True before, but now, not anymore. If the devil says, but you're lazy. That was true before, but now, not anymore. Can you say that with me? True before, but now, not anymore. He says, you're a drunkard. True before, but now, not anymore. There is a change, amen? And this change is brought by the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Filipino, we can say, dati yon, di na ngayon. Testing mo, sabi mo, dati yon, di na ngayon. Pag sinabi ng kalaban, itamad ka eh. Dati yon, hindi na ngayon. Sinungaling ka eh. Dati yon, hindi na ngayon. Mainitin ang ulo mo eh. Hindi na ngayon. Amen. Let's give God praise. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. Amen. The old is gone and the new has come. Matakaw kay. Ang response doon, eh, yun lang. Process tayo. It's a process. You know? We... Amen. Verse 7 to 9, it says, The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled, be sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Above all, say with me, above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. Say with me, without grumbling. This would be the foundation. This would be the, the, the background of our main verse now. Show love. Keep loving uh, one another earnestly and show hospitality without grumbling. Some people, well, who among us here know that we can show hospitality with grumbling? Sige na nga, sister, na kita. lagi naman ano, di ba? We grumble. But who of us here know that we can share without loving but we cannot love without sharing. If we truly love, if we truly are concerned with one another, as the Word of God says, love one another earnestly. Say with me, earnestly. Love one another earnestly. As people of God, as people who belong in the family of God, as people who have received the gospel, as people who have received God's unconditional love, as people who have received God's eternal love, the Word of God is saying, love one another earnestly. And one good expression of love, vital, essential expression of love, is when we share. And so our topic on shared life. Let's talk about God's gift. Say with me, gift. Who among you here love gifts? I guess everyone, Right? Everyone loves gifts. Let's look, let's look at the verse. As each one, as each has received a gift, each has received a gift, each one has received a gift, each and every one of us, 
If we are in Christ, we have received a gift. You see, the source of the gift is God. God gives us a gift. And each one is, is, is a recipient of that gift, not because of anything else, but because God is a gift giver. In the very account of the gospel, God gave His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to pay the penalties of our sins. God is a gift giver. Everything that we have and everything that we will have really is from above. It comes from the Lord. It is the blessing of God for you and for me. And the Word of God says, each has received a gift. Each one has received a gift. Can you look at the person beside you? Sige po. Look at the person beside you and say, gifted ka. Gifted ka. May gift ka kay God. Amen. Gifted ka. Alright? We are all gifted. We, we receive blessings and gifts uh, from God. I'd like to establish this in James chapter 1, verse uh, 17. It says, Every good and perfect gift is from Above, coming down from the Father of uh, Father of Heavenly Lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. We receive a certain gift, and this gift comes from above. It is made in heaven. Amen. We receive a a, a gift that has a divine origin, a spiritual origin. It is made in heaven. But it is not for heaven, it is for earth. We receive a gift. And this gift really is for us to use here. The gift was delivered. If you can see, if you can imagine with me, there is a manufacturing uh, fact, it's a factory in heaven of all the gifts. And all these this gifts are not for heaven, but it is for earth, it is for you. And for me, each one of us here, we receive a gift. And this gift is for earth. It has your name on it. But at the same time, later on, we will understand that this gift also has the name of your children, also has the name of your parents, also has the name of of our family, of our relatives. This gift is given to each and every one of us and is to be shared to others. Everything that we will ever need here on earth, everything that we will ever need here on earth to do God's will, God will supply. Sometimes we feel that we can't do God's will. It's too hard. It's impossible to do God's will. But you see, everything that we will ever need, everything that you will ever need, everything that you and I will ever need to do God's will, God will supply. Amen? God is a gift giver. Amen? Let's give God praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Romans chapter 11, verse 29 says this, For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. And so if you would imagine with me, gifts are from heaven. It descends down from the Father of lights. In Him there is no shadow of turning. Walang bawian. No return, no exchange. Romans chapter 11, verse 29, The gift and the calling of God are irrevocable. God gives the gift and He does not take it back. It belongs to you. It is yours. Amen? He does not change His mind. Oh, I changed my mind. Uh, uh, 
Bawiin ko niyan. Sulian na tayo. Many times we have that picture with earthly relationships. When things don't work out, we exchange certain tokens, we exchange certain things, and we say, okay, uh, as long as we agree, we, have, we get to keep this, this gift. But when we don't agree, we return. That doesn't happen with God. With God, His love is unconditional. It is eternal. When He gives a gift, it is irrevocable. He does not take it back. Isn't that great? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that wonderful? Now, the question here is, why does God give gifts? Why does God give gifts? Well, let me share you a story. Who among you here are familiar with Dennis the Menace? That's in the early 70s uh, cartoon, right? And so, Dennis the Menace has a title. He is the ambassador of mischief. Right? So in the cartoon, Dennis the Menace is, is all about uh, mischief, right? And there's this uh, segment. So Dennis and his friend Joey would ring the bell of uh, the doorbell of uh, Mrs. Wilkinson. And they would run away. And they would do that time and time again. And Mrs. Wilkinson will get so tired of just going to the door, opening the door, and to find that there's nobody there. So they were just having fun and, and, and at the cost of uh, Mrs. Wilkinson. But one time when they rang the bell, Mrs. Wilkinson was just waiting for them. To their surprise, he, she was already at the door. And when she caught them ringing the bell and about to run away, she gives them cookies and says, this is for you. And so they were so surprised. Dennis and his friend Joey, they were so surprised. And while they were enjoying the cookies, in between bites, Joey asks Dennis, he says, why does she give us cookies when we are not good to her? Dennis says, she gives us cookies not because we are good. She gives us cookies because she is good. Amen? Just like God, God does not bless us because we are good. God blesses you and me because God is good. Amen? Is God good to you? Is God good to us? Let's give Him praise. He is good to us in spite of, in spite of our shortcomings, in spite of our stubbornness, in spite of the many, many things that, uh, you know, that does not please God. In spite of who we are, He remains to be good. Question number two, what are these gifts? What are these gifts? We said that these gifts are coming down from heaven. We said that these gifts are irrevocable. We said that these gifts are from God. And God blesses us because He is good. Now, what are these gifts? Well, in the Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, verse uh, 10 to 8, it talks about spiritual gifts. Gifts of divine origin. Gifts that are from heaven. Now, remember, each one has received a gift. A measure of this gift. In, in the book of Corinthians, it says the gift of wisdom, the gift of knowledge, the gift of faith, the gift of healing, the gift of miraculous powers, the gift of prophecy, the gift of discernment, the gift of tongues, the gift of interpretation of tongues. These are spiritual gifts. And God would give gift not because we are good, but because God is good. He gives gifts, irrevocable gifts to each and every one of us. Something that we 
can really appreciate. In the book of Romans, he says there are another set of gifts, the gift of service, the gift of teaching, the gift of encouragement, the gift of administration, the gift of giving, the gift of mercy. And also in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 12, it says God gave gifts to the church. Say with me, gifts to the church. These are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Ang pastors pala give to the church, amen? Do we appreciate Pastor Ariel and all our pastors? Give God glory. Thank you for giving us the gift. And so these are gifts. God gives gift to each and everyone. Look at the person beside you. The Word of God is true. Amen? Do you believe God's Word? The Word of God says each one has received a gift. What we need to do is to discover what our gifts are. We need to discover the gifts God has given us. And we need to develop those gifts. And we need to deploy those gifts. We need to discover, we need to develop, and then we need to deploy those gifts. Para hindi naman masayang. By the way, there is a, a, a whole class for uh, spiritual gifts. And that is our foundations class and making disciples. So, plugging muna to, July 8. If you have not enrolled in foundations class, that is one uh, class that will discuss on uh, spiritual gifts. Now, let's talk about grace. Sabi natin, we'll, talk, we'll be talking about three uh, highlights here, uh, things that we want to highlight. Gift, grace, and glory. Now, we talk about God's grace. First Peter again, our main verse, as each one has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks the oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies. In this particular verse, Peter has um, categorized two gifts. One is speaking or teaching. Uh, speaking, teaching, edifying, uh, inspiring, equipping gifts. And one is serving. To the one who speaks, let him, speaks the ora- let him speak the oracles of God. To the one who serves, let him serve with the strength that God supplies. God's varied grace. You see, this gift is really by the grace of God. It is unearned, unmerited. We did not achieve it for ourselves. It is simply by God's grace. It is because of the goodness of God. God gives us gifts. And God expects each and every one of us. Tayo, gifted tayo, di ba? We receive a gift. God expects each and every one of us to use our gifts, to be good stewards of our gifts. So it's important to to First, appreciate the gift and also have the desire to use this gift. Not just to hide it and to keep it. Remember the parable of the talents? Remember that? To the one who had uh, uh, five talents, it became ten talents. To the one who had two talents, it became four talents. But to the one who only had one talent and remained to be one, God was not pleased. Right? So we are to be good stewards of the grace, of the gift that God has given us. 
God's purpose for the gift. We need to understand the purpose. Why did God give us this gift? You know why? If we do not understand the purpose of the gift of God in our lives, we are prone to misuse it and we are prone to abuse it. What is the purpose of the gift of God? Well, it clearly says, use it to serve one another. Say that with me. Serve one another. That's the very purpose of that gift. The very purpose why God has given you the gift. The very purpose why God has entrusted you with the spiritual gift, the irrevocable gift. The one that is made in heaven. The very reason God has given this to you is so that you may use it to serve one another. That's the very reason. When we serve, we administer God's various graces. We share the graces of God when we serve. The question here is, why not serve others? Why don't we want to serve? Why? Why not? Why not serve? Most of the time, serving requires time. It requires time and it's difficult. It would inconvenient. Uh, it is in, in, it's inconvenience, uh, in, inconvenient to us. And, and it's just... We lack, it's not that we lack the skill, it's not that we lack the talent, it's not that, that we lack uh, the gift, it's because we are simply unwilling, we simply um, are busy, and we don't have the time. Remember, these gifts that God has given us is to be used to serve one another. The, one of the th- reasons why we don't serve is we say we're busy. We're busy. So, why not serve others? Well, number one, serving requires time. It requires time. Serving means we give our best. Number three, serving seeks the good of others at our expense. Can you imagine that? Others will be blessed and it's going to be an expense or a cost to, your, uh, to us. There is a cost to serving. There is a cost to serving. But God calls us to serve. God calls you and me to use the gift, to use the blessing, to serve one another. Pastor Steve Burrell was here last Saturday and uh, we had our leaders meet. Who among you here are, are, are with us last Saturday? Can you lift up your hands? All right, these are leaders. All right, thank you for, for, uh, for leading and being part of, of our team. Pastor Steve Morell says, selfishness costs nothing. But generosity is expensive. There is a cost when we serve others. Sometimes we just simply need to die to ourselves, to die to our comfort, so that others will live a little, so that others will be comfortable a little. There are people who serve alongside us, by the way, here in Victory Alabang, it's the Alabang Hub. We have like 13,000 average attendance every weekend on five sites. That's in SM Motilupa, uh, our, our uh, student center, Festival Mall, Akasha Hotel, and also part of uh, SM Las Piñas. 13,000. How are we able to do that? We're able to do that because of men and women 
who use who would use their gift to serve others. At this moment, I'd like to acknowledge and appreciate our volunteers. If you are an usher, can we give praise to, an, to uh, praise God for the ushers? You are an usher. We have the music team. Do you appreciate the music team? We have kids church, kids church teachers who are volunteering Sunday in, Sunday out. We have the technical team behind, right there. So there you go. We don't see them when things go well, but when things go bad, we all look to the back. Remember, but how come the video's not working? We look to the back. That's them. That's them. Thank you, guys. We have people in the admin, concierge. We appreciate them. Each time we announce something here uh, on, in church, we say, if you need more details, go to the concierge. So all the information is right there. And so they're ready to take your inquiries. And what a pressure. So they're, they're ministering there, our prayer ministry right here in front, interceding uh, for the services and for each and every one of us. And we have also our production team. I'd just like to acknowledge these volunteers. Outside is a setup for Father's Day. No? Ginawa po yun, hindi po yung biglang nangyari. Meron po mga volunteers. <laughs> Meron po mga volunteers na nag-design at nilagay yun so that pagpasok natin, makita na, wow, ganda. Amen? Do you appreciate that? Are you blessed? And these are our volunteers using their gifts to serve others. Amen? We say, we do not serve because we want to be loved or we want to be accepted, or because we want to be recognized. We do not serve because we want to be loved. We serve because we are loved. Amen? We serve because we are accepted. We are recognized. We are loved. And we want to share what we have received. We want to share the love of God. Did you receive the love of God? Amen? That's why we serve. We serve because we have been loved. And it's our expression of sharing what we receive from God so that others would also feel the love of God. And as we serve, we administer the grace of God. Because we are accepted by God's grace, by God's grace we are recognized, by God's grace we are loved. And as we serve, we administer God's grace. Romans chapter 15, verse 1 says, this, says there this, We who are strong, say it me, strong, we who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and we do not please ourselves. You see, we all, we all here are gifted, yes, but we all here also, we all have our strengths and we also have our weaknesses. You may be strong in some area and other people are also strong in another area. Here in Alabang, we have 14 pastors, uh, no, no, 16, because we have the uh, Paranyaki team joining us. So 16 pastors, each one of us would have a different strength. And we do not compete with each other, but we complement each other. That's why when we serve each other, we're always better together. Amen? And so that is why uh, we say, if you are strong in some area, you can be a blessing to somebody. There are things that I cannot do. But Pastor Ariel can do excellently. So I come to him. Pastor Ariel, tulungan mo ako dito. There are things about that I can do that other people are not uh, 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 as good as, so I can help. So we share. And as we serve, as we share the gifts, we are being a blessing and we administer God's grace. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. Now to each one is the manifestation 
of the Spirit of the Spirit is given for the common good. It is for the common good. It's for every all. Say with me, every all. The gift that we receive is not just for ourselves, not just for us to say or to show or to display, see how good I am. It's not about that. It's about serving others. Next, God's glory. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10 to 11, our main verse again, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's various grace. Whoever speaks as one who to speaks the oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To Him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. God is glorified when we use our gifts. When we give God glory, glorify God as we serve others. Everyone receives a gift. And as we serve, it is not for our own agenda, but it is for the glory of God. It's to advance uh, His kingdom and to advance uh, uh, the gospel, to proclaim the gospel. We serve not for money, not for fame, but for the glory of Jesus' name. Amen? It is God who gave us the gift. Whenever we, we serve, we seek to glorify God and not our Selves. Two reasons why God blesses us. Are you blessed by God? Two reasons why God continues to bless you and me is this. So that we can give glory to God and we can bless, we can be a blessing to others. To give glory to God and to be a blessing to others. Why does God bless me with provisions? Why does God bless me with, uh, with promotions? Why does God bless me with strength? Why does God bless me with, with all these uh, gift, talents, and competencies? Why does God bless me? So that I may give glory to God and so that I can be a blessing to others. It is God's design and it is God's uh, 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 plan to bless us to overflowing that we continue to become a blessing to others. That is God's plan. That's why He says, I will anoint your head with oil. Your cup will run over. God's design is not just for, your, for our cups to be exact, but to run over so that other people can be blessed through our lives. So never just for ourselves, for us to feel good, but it is for the glory of God. Miss Rachel Ong is a Christian businesswoman in Singapore, and she is making such an impact in the marketplace. Uh, uh, Miss Rachel Ong is also part of our Every Nation movement. And she says, Excellence is giving my best, meeting the needs of another, meeting the needs of community, so that God gets the glory. Ultimately, it is for the glory and honor of God. This life that we live, the days that we have, let it be for the glory and honor of God. As we receive from the Lord, Allow us to be channels so others can receive the blessings of God as well. So that we can administer the grace of God. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16 says this. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works. In another translation, excellent works. That they may see your good works and glorify your Father 
who is in heaven. We serve with excellence. As we serve with excellence, God is glorified. God is honored. God is exalted. God gives us gifts to glorify Him in serving others. This life that we live is not our own. It is bought with a price, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And let His name and His name alone be glorified in the lives that we live. We live to give Him glory. The gifts that we receive, the time that we have, let it be used for His glory. Amen? It is to be shared. And thus, our topic for tonight, shared lives. You are blessed to be a blessing. Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord God, for your amazing grace. Thank you, Lord God, for your gift. Thank you, Lord God, for your unconditional love for each and every one of us. And Lord, the greatest gift that we would ever receive is when you gave your only begotten Son. Thank you, Lord God. We acknowledge your gift of salvation. We acknowledge your gift, Lord God, through Jesus Christ. If you are here and you have not yet received the free gift of salvation, the forgiveness of sins, if you have not yet made Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, I'd like to pray for you right now. If you are here, you'd like to receive Jesus, just lift up your hands and we will pray a simple prayer. We'll pray to receive Jesus. There is a free gift. There is a gift for you. Yes, sir, I see those hands. Yes, ma'am, I see those hands. Anyone else would like to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir, I see those hands. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you are raising up your hands and you want to like to receive Jesus, I'd like you to pray this simple prayer. In fact, I'd like everybody in this room to pray this prayer. Let's all pray together. Pray with me. Lord, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you today just as I am. Lord, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I need a Savior. Lord, I cannot save myself. I put my trust in you. I believe that you are the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of this world. Lord, take away my sins. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord and I believe in my heart that Jesus is raised from the dead. Now I receive by faith the forgiveness of sins and my salvation and the gift of eternal life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Let's give God praise. All of us now, let's lift up our hands before the Lord. Lord, this is our prayer. That, may you, that you may use our lives, Lord. Lord, right now, we simply surrender and commit to you, Lord God, this life that we live. Our strengths, our gifts, our competencies, our experiences. Use this life, Lord, for the glory and honor of your name. Lord, I live, we live, Lord God, to serve you. You are our Lord. And may your name, Lord God, be glorified. Lord, would you release a blessing to your people. And once more, Lord God, a blessing to overflowing that each and every one of us will continue to be a blessing to the people around us, to our family and friends, to our communities, to our, to our office mates. 
that your name and your name alone be glorified. Lord, thank you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you. And the Lord be gracious to you and turn toward you and grant you peace. May the love of Jesus continue to flow and overflow in your life so that people would experience His love through your life. Thank you, Lord. We bless you now and we give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.